Welcome to the FreestepDodge.com Better Alive Podcast. This is your host, Grapefruit Man. Today, I'm joined by Tubbs and Tom Brady. How's everyone doing? Fabulous. How are you doing? So, um, what's new? DOA came out. Uh, some other news came out. Some drama came out. <laughs> and... uh, I, I wouldn't know anything about that. Tom, can you tell me what this drama is? Uh, yeah, this drama is just between myself, uh, well, originally it was between myself and Manny and Vanessa. What happened was, um, going back to the Combine in CGS Season 2, uh, when I was there, uh, Vanessa had a special challenge match with Phoenix, and Phoenix lost, and after Vanessa won, she got up on the camera and looked at me and said, F you, Tom Brady, you are trash, and she didn't, you know abbreviate the word like I did and after that particular tournament on the way back home it was myself and UCW and Phoenix and they said why is this bothering you I mean obviously even when you played a quarterback you know as far back as even you know high school or college you know obviously you have to be a little um a little bothered I mean you can't be obviously you've heard people say this to you before so why is this bothering you and I said well it's bothered me because I know why she said it um she said it because, you know, I felt like, you know, she would have said it to Carl, but she figured, you know, PL will just win the next tournament beating my boyfriend and then make a fool out of me. But this guy, Tom Brady, you know, everyone says he's done. He'll never be good at anything again. He'll never be able to come back and, and, and get me for this. So it's a safe bet to just go ahead and, and put him on blast and make a fool out of him and be done with it. So I always said if I ever have a chance where I actually – come back in power, I guess, so to speak, that I was going to go ahead and just let her know just how it feels to, for someone to try to put their foot on someone else's face. So, Kudos. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so that's how the drama started. Uh, and on a stream, I kind of went into the Vanessa situation a little bit. And I said to people, I said, hey, you guys that are watching this stream, if you can do me a favor, go by there and tell Vanessa, F you, you're trash. And tell them Tom Brady sent you. You know, as a little joke, you know, and I called Man Master that night and he's like, oh, Vanessa doesn't care. And I don't care. You really can't touch me. Um, you know, I'm the DOA master, whatever it is. I don't, he didn't say that, but, you know, that's kind of the tone I got from him. So I said, okay, well, since you don't care and nobody cares, I'm going to go ahead and put out the real story of DOA with the crooked politics, with the whatever. And obviously he didn't think it was going to go very far. And then when it did, he tried to put out a rebuttal. And of course he got killed in his own rebuttal. You know, so... Um, I, I couldn't even read his 70 paragraph. I, yeah. I couldn't even skim it. it was that, that was long. definitely an eyesore. I was just like, wow, he thinks he's probably winning an argument just because he can throw the most words in there, possibly. Possible. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's, um, you know, Perfect Legend's one of my best friends, um, and he's like family to me, and, um, you know, Carl's image kind of got dragged through the mud, in my opinion, he kind of got dragged through the mud throughout the whole DOA thing, and a lot of what was going on made him very bitter, and I kind of feel like Manny and everyone else kind of fed off that bitterness, oh, Perfect Legend shooting himself in the foot. You hear that a lot, Perfect Legend or Black Mamba shot themselves in the foot. You hear that constantly. They only shot themselves in the foot because they voiced their, you know, 
their, their problem with what was going on. You know, you, I mean, the guy, man, he compared himself to fatality. I mean, I don't, I have never the heard that before. The thing I've ever heard, to be truthfully honest. There isn't a gamer around on this planet who can possibly consider himself even close to the image of uh, fatality, with exception to maybe some of the uh, Street Fighter players like Dago or Justin Wong. But even then, they probably haven't even won as many tournaments as him. No, I mean, it's the thing with the DOA community. The problem is it became all politics. It became, and it, you know, it became what happened was uh, opportunities always came across Manny first, and then they decided to divvy it out as they see fit. But of course, Manny always got his opportunity. Um, got a guy like Hubs, and myself and Sorwa have been there every year. Hubs holds DOA tournaments four times a year, every year. And I'm at every single one of them. Only three tournaments in Philly. Oh, only three tournaments in Philly. And it's still I'm, more than. I, I, and I'm and I'm there at all of them, and I don't see anybody playing. You know, I remember one GVN. This is after Mastered won his, you know, money. You know, it's myself was there. Ninja CW was there. Rabies was there. Offbeat Ninja was there. Rakudo, I believe, got second in that tournament. Actually, GMs were there. Kelly Jarrett from California, he was there. You had people there. There was no DOA master. I mean, the fact of the matter is, like, you know, people have brought up, when real pros show up to these tournaments, master loses. Um, and he's basically marketed, I mean, he made up a tournament, DOA world champion. What did, you know, and I'm so glad people on his own thread were like, what tournament are you the DOA world champion in? What are, what are you talking about? I mean, he basically put his own little spin on his own little quote-unquote tournaments, um, and I mean, even after he quote unquote won his DOA World Tournament, the very next tournament he got fifth. You know, what I mean, so kind of hard to be a world champion. I think my personal ultimate problem with Manny has been that um, he has had everything handed to him, and he's used his own politics to influence thing things. You know, Manny's personality. The ultimate problem is this: Manny's personality cannot flourish if there's another marketable personality around, meaning other personalities have got to feed into his. They've got to all support his. They can't be their own dominant entity. Um, you know, Swoozy, I think, has a great personality, but I wouldn't call it a dominant personality. Swoozy markets himself in his own right, but he knows how to do it so that it does not get in the way of master's flow. Um, and what Swoozy does to market himself is great for the community, and it's also great for Manny. I mean, they're friends. You know, he supports Manny, so it works right. You know, Swoozy obviously is good at what he does. And being good at what he does, people go off his recommendations. And, of course, you know, he speaks very highly of Manny. So they kind of, you know, Manny kind of gets the benefit of that as well. I just feel like in my 20 years of Mortal Kombat, I got where I was by having to win. Even... Coming into Mortal Kombat 9, I still had to win to get opportunity. I kind of feel like Manny has never had to win. I look at the PDP tournament and, you know, I can't help but think about all these guys that got on a plane, you know, Friday night flying out to PDP saying, you know, man, I really need this $10,000. That was woke the, up, uh, the recent MK9 $10,000 yes, tournament cor- you're referring to, right? C- correct. And they, they woke up Saturday morning saying, man, I really need this $10,000. Manny got on a plane going to CGI knowing he was going to win $10,000 thinking about how he's going to spend it. 
I have a serious problem with that. Yeah, he's, and who who was the strongest competition in each of those in each of those two CGI tournaments? He had Kasumi Chan and King, and no disrespect to, to uh, K Chan, but I don't even. It was just like DOA Four just came out, and none of these people, aside from maybe Manny or anybody else, really knew how to play the game that well. No, not at all. I mean, ultimately, he even admitted in his own post he handpicked his own opponents, that they were basically handpicked by him and Morris. I mean, I don't want to involve Morris too much in this, but, I mean, he, he was, you know, it was, I mean, it, it was it's just such a dirty ordeal. Um, and his power is so absolute over this community. What player can change the life settings of a game and get away with it? Why does one player have the authority to overrule everybody? What, what you know, D- DOA, everybody started pushing for normal health, but Master pushed for largest. You know, he was the only one and he got his way. You know, this is a true story. I was in Houston last weekend for a tournament and I run into Neo X, who used to be part of the DOA community, and he has DOA dimensions. So he says, Hey, have you checked it out? I said, no, I, I really haven't tried it out yet. I said, I, I told him, I said, I thought you were done with DOA. And he goes, no, 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 I'm coming back to DOA. Oh, no, he said, instead of coming back, he said, I would, you know, just for fun, you know, I, I came back and I bought the game. Now come back to the community, I bought the game. He said, and it would be fun, I guess, to play in, a, in one of these tournaments randomly, I guess, and pick one of the bosses, like Tengu or something. So I said, oh, you didn't hear? You can't pick the bosses. He's like, what are you talking about? I go, yeah, DOA Master banned them two months before the game came out. And he goes, wait a minute. How can you ban characters before the game even comes out? And I was like, "Well, he's <laughs> hey, grape." Um, We've had this what did we discover about the new like boss characters times. already? Um, and this is this is a great thing to say because I said, "Well, he said that because the bosses who are no longer bosses, they were bosses at one time, they look too powerful in the trailer." Was his explanation? And <laughs> Hayabusa and, uh, looks too powerful based on every single DOA game we've played. Why isn't he banned? Yeah. So basically, what happens is, as I'm explaining this to them, we're just thinking about how dumb this is. And I was thinking, what kind of absolute power is this? The entire community said to this one guy, "This is the dumb rule," but it got enforced anyway. How can one man dictate to an entire? freaking community. You know, Tekken Tag 2 is not out yet, but it's in playtest right now, Korea, Japan, several locations around the world. Jinpachi was a boss in DR in Tekken 5.0, but he's playable in Tekken Tag 2. Did Koreans tell the rest of the world he's banned because we said so, because he used to be a boss? No. The game isn't even the game isn't even out yet, you know. I mean, they could have banned the character much like Master did, but they don't work that way. Um... I think at the root of the issue here is I know Master's a little pissed off at me, but he can kiss my ass because too bad, you know. You know, he you know, he he was um he definitely abused a lot of his power. Um I will say this, um a lot of communities right now uh don't know me as the trash talker that I once was because I'm very humble these days. DOA made me very bitter. DOA made me take on characteristics of, that I don't normally have. It basically made me create a whole new quote-unquote Tom Brady persona that's not even like how I am. Um, when I came on to DOA2U, and these are stories I haven't even shared in my video, when I came on to DOA2U, I kind of paved the way for guys like Manny. Um, 
when DOA 2U first came out, it was very hard for me. We didn't have an offline tournament scene, and I could be on like a 60-game win streak, and I would lose to one guy, and they would be on the board saying how bad I was and how overrated I was. But see, on DOA Central, I didn't have fanboys like Master had for so long. I Everybody was against me. So each time I lost one freaking game, I was basically revealed as a fraud, and nobody ever protected me on that site. Nobody came to my defense. Nobody came to my aid. I remember a specific instance. There was this guy, Gimme Them Shoes, who beat me like four games one day, and the conditions were pretty bad. And I said, you know, these conditions are pretty bad, man. You know, can you chill out? He was going on in the room about how I was overrated. And when I said to him, I said, you know, this, the lag is really bad, bro. You know, I would love to play you offline. And he started making jokes about an offline tournament scene and making jokes on DOA's scene that doesn't exist and using that to kind of bash me. He even posted on DOA Central and Shurukin about how he owned Tom Brady and Tom Brady quote-unquote made excuses like lag, gimme them shoes, bitch. Um, the next time I caught gimme them shoes was in a room it was me, Swoozy, and two other guys. I went on two 20-game win streaks. Gimme them shoes, of course, forgot to list that on Shurukin.com. And he damn sure didn't post it on, on, uh, on um, DOA Central. And of course, I never posted it. Because I never considered him good. So why would I go ahead and brag about beating someone I wasn't good? I was supposed to be this great player. So why would a great player brag about beating someone he didn't consider good? So I didn't do it at the time. So at this time, my name is just being dragged through the mud about this horrible excuse maker when all I'm trying to do is is rationalize to people, you know, okay, you, you beat me, good game. Can you please stop bashing me right now and saying I'm overrated? It was just one game. We are online. Can we take that into consideration? I mean, I was kind of like ahead of my time in trying to get something started with DOA as far as an offline scene goes. So I was constantly bashed. And then this is when Rakuto was still new on the scene. And at that time, even guys like Rakuto were saying this to me. They were saying, if you want an offline scene, Tom Brady get out of here, go somewhere else. And, of course, Rakuto was a firecracker, so that's what he believed at that point. And at this point, obviously, Rakuto is definitely, you know, he understands the way things are. Um, but a lot of guys were doing that to me. Uh, so that's why I left the community. I left because I felt like I had misinterpreted what the community wanted. Um, I kind of felt like if the community didn't want an offline scene, who, you know, and I would come on and I would talk trash to people, but only because they would talk trash to me. So I figured, hey, if you're open to talking trash to me, then why can't I talk trash back? I mean, it's only fair. And I would talk trash to guys like Just Owen because I interpreted Just Owen like a bully uh, who would pick on people weaker than them and try to fool them with tricky sayings. And I didn't like that too much. So That's abused, exactly the impression I get from him. <laughs> so I abused, I abused Just Owen. So he knows what it's like. Hey, Just Owen, you think I'm being cruel to you? This is what you do to everybody else. You know, I mean, that's what I did. I didn't appreciate it. Um, and, you know, so before I left, I did play Master once. Like, he, his account was, you know, he had, Master had won the two online tournaments. And I, had, I never bashed Master. I never put him below me. I never put him under me the way he did to me in DOA4. I always put him on par really and I supported him when he was winning these online tournaments and I played him once I believe it was 5-2 um, the total count and I said to him good games I had to go and those were my last games in DOA 2U and I went on to Tekken 5 
Um, and one time when I was here in Dallas is that was the time I happened to, you know, Morris said, Hey, why don't you go meet up with master? And that's when Morris, you know, put it on the front page of his site, you know, over Tom Brady, he's, he's recording me with mat- matches with master. I mean, so much was done that kind of made me bitter. You know, I didn't really, I didn't really, I wasn't really personal with players. I mean, and I might've talked some trash, but that's all competitive to trash talk. I mean, master, he tries to paint me out like this villainous guy for talking a little competitive trash talk. That happens everywhere. You know, Ray Lewis is seen as a great Christian guy, but on the football field, you bet your ass he talks trash. You know, I mean, that's just, it, you know, it's nothing. It's, 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 it's not, um, I, you know, it wasn't anything personal. Um, and, uh, you know, I just, I, you know, I, I kind of felt like I was just really abused uh, by the DOA community, and it made me bitter, and I maybe wrongfully lashed out on certain people on the community, but, you know, I feel like what Manny did was so far wrong than that. I mean, a lot of the guys that I guess I had talked trash on, I have talked to since then, and we've kind of made amends. But I kind of feel like Manny has physically picked the pocket of his community. You know, I support my MK community, and I'm so thankful for everything I was that I have because of them. And I work hard for my community. You know, I... I even voice concerns to NetherRealm, and I, I fight for what they believe, and I fight for their beliefs. I, I make as many tournaments as I can. You know, I want these, you know, I, I, I put out guides the day the game came out, you know, so that everybody would have a better understanding of the game so the overall level will be higher. I do all this free of charge. I don't ask for any money. You know, Gutex, you know, I did a DVD with him. I don't want anything from that. I mean, he was nice enough to pay for me to come out. And even if he did offer to pay me something, I wouldn't take it because I know at some point I'm going to get a great opportunity because of my community support, and I don't need to pick their pocket, you know, by selling them a freaking DVD. You see what I'm saying? I don't. That's not what I mean. Gutex, obviously, he has expenses to pay for. He has equipment. He paid for my flight to come out there. So obviously, you know, he's just trying to make his money back. I understand that. But for me, you know, I would never want to do that. I feel like ultimately Manny basically picked the pocket of his community. Um, he and got gave everything nothing he, in return. Gave nothing in return. You know, Manny thinks we're all stupid. But the truth is this. I know Manny says he supports and he loves DOA. He's full of shit. Um, Manny cannot go anywhere else and make a profit. If Manny could win in Street Fighter, he would. If Manny could win in... Um, you know, Tekken, he would. If he could win in Caliber, he would. If Manny didn't have to worry about losing to me 100 consecutive games in Mortal Kombat 9, Manny is about the only person I think I would stick around to beat 100-0 in a game right now. <laughs> um, he can't even go there. You know, the only place he can make a profit is the DOA community. Um, there's a big difference in someone who stays in the community because they love the game. I love Mortal Kombat even when the MKs were not that great and when they were not tournament-worthy games, so to speak, I still supported the game. I flew all the way to West Coast Warzone in California for a 15-man MK versus DC tournament, not to win the tournament, but to support the community and to talk to those West Coast guys and support MK9 and bring hype to MK9. What did I win? I won absolutely nothing. A couple of bucks. You know, It wasn't about winning the money. And I, I spent $400. I lost, every, I lost so much money on that. But it wasn't about the money to lose. It was about trying to help my community because I love my community and I love all the players that support me. I don't think Manny 
has ever really been grateful for what he had given to him. I cannot tell you how thankful I am for every single player that supports me or hates on me. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm a hater. We're all haters deep in our heart. You know, we, you know, look, I hate on LeBron James. You know, I mean, he's a great player. I know he is. Why do I like to see him lose? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, right? We all, you know, so I even love the haters. I mean, ultimately, I'm, I'm so thankful. I pray every night. And because I'm so thankful, I, I literally every night I'm like, God, thank you so much for this opportunity that I've been given, you know, because of my community. See, the thing is, I realize I'm not bigger than the game. I'm only as big as my community makes me. I realize that nobody really cares about my ability to play a freaking video game. I mean, I'm just so grateful that, you know, because I can play a game, you know, I'm getting this kind of support. And I realize without my community, I have absolutely nothing. So I always give the most thanks for them. I'd never go around saying, I am Tom Brady. I would never go, I am your master. I would never go around saying that. I would never use any kind of backdoor politics to job anybody of an opportunity. Look, Perfect Legend is getting so much opportunity now in MK9, and I'm so happy for him. You know, I wasn't at UFGT. You know, he went ahead and won. You think it would bother me if somebody said Perfect Legend is the best? Absolutely not. You know, he's basically my best friend. And um, I'm happy for him. You know, he gets what he's earned. I wouldn't try to use any backdoor politics to screw him out of an opportunity the way Manny did. You know, I want to see him, you know, get what he has coming to him. I kind of feel like with the DOA community, um, you know, especially, man, Hub's got such a raw deal, man. I mean, my heart really got, I mean, well, any, is there anyone that has it worse than got it? This guy, Hub's, you know what's so funny? Sky Hubs has been the most loyal supporter of DOA. Hubs and Big E, you know, every Philly tournament, there's DOA. You know, every single one of them. And not only does Hubs sit there and <laughs> this guy Hubs could just say, you know what, guys, it's not worth my time and inconvenience. You know, I'm already running. I'm, I'm sitting here watching Hubs run around like a chicken with his head cut off, doing the best he possibly can to run so many tournaments anyway. This guy doesn't have to run a DOA tournament. He's got enough responsibilities. But instead, he still tries to run a DOA tournament. And then, when no one shows up, he begs people, Hey, you want to join this tournament? This guy will join this tournament. I'll join this tournament. Are you serious, man? Definitely a low point in my uh, DOA career when I'm actually having to go around, me and uh, Matt or Sora, uh, begging people to play a game. And we're getting like 12 people, most of them Street Fighters, saying, oh, yeah, sure, I'll play that. Uh, what do I do? And, I mean, that's, I, that, I, can, I look at that as almost like a, a doorway, a bridge to, like, you know, get more people interested in the game and in the scene, but... You know, it, it kind of hurts at the same time. That's kind of what I've been reduced to. I mean, this guy, Hubs, is sitting there holding these tournaments. You know, I would go on DOA Central sometimes randomly, and I would see Hubs posting his tournament. I never saw Manny try to hype it up. I never see it get front-paged. I never see him say, I'm going to show up to this 10-man tournament. Never. Never. You know, I fly out to California to West Coast Warzone to support my community, this guy can't support his. It's not worth his time because financially it's not worth it for him. Guy had $20,000 gift wrapped and handed to him. You know, um, it's just it's just so – there's so much corruption. I mean basically the bottom line is as far as the DOA community goes, 
the problem is one guy became too big and he became too powerful. Um, too full of himself. And way too full of himself. Um, you know, going back... It, it Really, the stuff that happened in DOA 2U and DOA 3 is not a big deal. It didn't really get bad until DOA 4 is when it, it, you know, it was a problem. You know, this is a true story. One time, you know, um, Sora called me um, and Sora says to me... Um, he says, he says, hey, uh, uh, you know, I was just, I'm at E3 right here, and I said, okay, what's going on? What's, I said, what's, okay, what's going on? And he says, well, Morris and Manny are here, and they were talking to Inagaki. This is during DOA 2U, and and I said, okay, what's going on? He goes, well, you know, he's telling Inagaki that DOA Master here has no rival. He has no match. He's unmatched. He's untouchable, and that we got to bring some of these boys from Japan to beat DOA Master. And this is during DOA 3 and DOA 2U, and obviously, you know, I want to say there are a lot of players. You know, I mean, how can we have so many good players that are not talked about in our community? You know, Silent Legend was pretty good in DOA 2U. Um, uh, you know, uh, Demon, I think Demon was one hell of a player. You know, maybe he might have been the best. Myself and Perfect Legend oftentimes say Demon might have been the best player in DOA 2U. But he's not talked about. It's only Master that's talked about. We had so many great players, um, and uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, he goes to Itagaki, and you know, it's oh, you know, this guy's the only good player. What about the Ryujin? He was good. I mean, we had so many good players, and you know, it's like oh, whatever. No, it was just DOA Master. Uh, I think that's when it all kind of started. The, the the politics part of it is really kicked in. When DOA four came out, most of those people you mentioned now are like either gone or just hovering around in other scenes. Like uh, Ryujin, I think is playing Tekken now, mostly, isn't he? Uh, I, I believe he is. I'm not sure he's playing anything at this point. I think yeah, maybe he's playing Street Fighter as well. You know, I mean, we have a lot of guys in the community that were good, um, and they never got their proper respect. And I had a serious problem with that. I also had a serious problem with during DOE 2U. I think Sorwa hit the nail on the head the best. He said, there have been champions besides Muhammad Ali. And those champions don't use their title reign to say, oh, well, Muhammad Ali, he sucks now. You know, he's done. You know, they don't do that. And I'm not trying to compare myself to Muhammad Ali. It was, you know, Sorwa's analogy. Um, It was just that during DOE 2 Arcade, I was such a great player. And granted... I came back to DOA because I liked the game, but I wanted to help the community out. But I kind of felt like the community, well, I shouldn't say that, but Master, and even in some ways, uh, Morris, when he posted on the head, the front of the page that I had been beaten, even though I was in no condition to even play, they kind of demeaned what I did, you know. The DOA community's standpoint, or, or I shouldn't say the community, I should say, part, some people's standpoint was, um, well, that was back then. What can you do now? Like almost like what I did in the arcade era was meaningless. And I was DOA two. Who cares? You know, um, this is DOA two. You can you cut it with the big boys? I, people just crown themselves big boys. I mean, giving no respect to players that came before them. I've never seen this before in a community. But the DOA community started off on a bad note. It started off by giving no respect to anyone that came before them, just basically dismissing them as, oh, scrubs who can't win in the online era, as if the arcade era just had a bunch of scrubs walking around the arcades. Um, So, But the crooked politics really 
took place in DOA 4. I think DOA 4 had the biggest collection of players in the modern era of DOA. And keep in mind, we didn't have many because our tournaments were fairly small. But we had a lot of guys going to DOA Central. Well, not really. It only has 4,500 members. But, I mean, a lot of guys from online and, you know, so on and so forth. And I kind of feel like um, around Evo time is where the politics really started. Um, I believe Master was the first one picked up by 3D New York. And I remember one time I called him and had a conversation with him, and I said, how do I get on to get sponsored? And he basically told me I have to do what he says when he says it, or he will drop me like it's hot. That was hilarious. Um, you know, and, and Perfect Legend, you know, I mean, you know, Perfect Legend, throughout the beginning of DOA4, he was going to all the grassroots tournaments and, and winning, and do, doing very well for himself. And Manny was basically taking the corporate road where – he was basically going to tournaments that has nobody at it, you know, and and trying to win and, and getting his name as pushed out there. Perfect Legend was actually winning more tournaments than DOA Master, yet because of his hype from DOA 2, which was unjustly earned, he he came out of DOA 2 like he was the only player, you know. Um, when Offbeat also made a living of kicking his ass. I mean, so I don't, you know... There were just so many players from DOA 2 that just didn't get that kind of handout coming into DOA 4 like Manny did. Um, so Perfect Legend is out there. You know, he won uh, ECC. Perfect Legend won uh, Evo East. I mean, these are major tournaments, and he's getting no respect. Going, you know, Even Manny in his own post that basically he showed Perfect Legend no respect. That's so disrespectful. You have someone whose accomplishment should be very respectable, but he, he says he didn't take him seriously, whatever his excuses are, I don't know. Um, so Perfect Legend is coming into Evo basically playing second fiddle to Manny. How can the guy that's winning the most tournaments come in as second fiddle? You know, He didn't even have an opportunity to market himself. All the marketing opportunities were going to Manny through backdoor, backdoor channels and backdoor politics. Um, for Perfect Legend to do what he did at Evo, you know, um, to fight the wall, the politics he had to go through, constantly being downplayed, being called Perfect Crybaby, all these names. People forget, they don't know about this. Perfect Legend is out there playing for the love of the game, not for the sponsorship because he doesn't have any offers. He's out there just playing because he loves the game and to help the community. And on DOA Central, he's being labeled as Perfect Crybaby and he's being labeled as, you know, all these kind of name-calling Carl is being made fun of for making all these tier lists and tier threads and making all these threads about this and that. But he was the only one really trying to break the game down seriously, and he's being mocked for it. And I kind of think that that was wrong. You know, I mean, this guy is trying to... I mean, why does he have to... You know, he's breaking the game down for other people to try to understand it like he does, and he's being mocked for it. And I think that was also wrong. So after Evo, he wins, and, um, you know... He goes to Dead of Winter, and Mamba wins, and, and Carl gets second, and uh, Manny gets third. Now, this is coming in a CGI Season 2. Where the hell does Vanessa come from? They called Vanessa off her couch. Vanessa was not... You know, I love how Manny says, this guy wasn't playing DOA4, or that guy wasn't playing DOA4. Vanessa wasn't playing DOA4. She didn't like the game, she said. That's what she said, her own words. I didn't like the game. But what do they do? Somehow, they got Vanessa's name. How did they get Vanessa's name? Had to be Manny or Morris. Nobody else mentioned her. Mentioned her. So, Vanessa's name, quote-unquote, seriously gets you know mentioned. And they put her in CGI Season 2. She wasn't even playing the game. She gets put in CGI Season 2. Um, 
So she gets called out of nowhere and gets another opportunity that probably could have gone to somebody else. Um, so that's a little crooked in my opinion also. I mean, Vanessa, in my opinion, also got so many opportunities handed to her. It's not even funny. Um, she got Mamba's spot handed to her in WCG. And no, that's not her fault. It's not Master's fault. But I mean, Vanessa could have easily gone to PMS and said, I'm not really comfortable taking this spot like this. I mean, obviously, Vanessa was fully aware that this was a spot that was reserved for somebody that had played and qualified in this tournament. And she obviously knew she wasn't there. She could have easily had said, that's not right and not taken it. But of course, she's going to take it. It's Vanessa. You know, her and Manny are exactly the same person. Um, so the beloved Vanessa takes her takes that spot, even though she knew she wasn't at this tournament. And apparently what I heard was Manny was against it, so I can't put this on Manny, but it is what it is. It shouldn't have happened. You know, and she gets, and she gets this spot, and then, um, you know, um, uh, a- a- after she qualifies at the U.S. Open, um, I mean, but basically, you know, Vanessa has been just, you know, in CGS, she's being labeled as, you know, the, I mean, you know, the Phoenix situation really burned me the most. Uh, Phoenix uh, worked very, very hard to get into CGS season two. I mean, the girl came to my house and she busted her ass so hard. I mean, myself and NGCW really put Phoenix to like the training camp of all training camps. We were very, I especially was very, very hard on her. Um, and she went to CGS season two and she did well. And she had beat Vanessa twice in the regular season. They tied. The whole time Vanessa was there, she would not compliment Phoenix. Most of the time she would say, oh, Phoenix is only winning because of her character. She's whatever, whatever. Very, very unsportsmanlike. I mean, that's okay because it's Vanessa. Much like Manny can do whatever because it's Manny. If Carl would have said something like that, he would get destroyed. You know, uh, I remember Carl, when he lost to Master at V-Time 2, said he was up all night, he was tired, no sleep, and Master made fun of him for God knows how long, yet we see in Manny's own thread, as Sora pointed out, when Carl won Evo, Manny says he was up drinking and he was tired, but no excuses. What do you mean no excuses? You just said you were out drinking and you had no sleep, you were tired. I mean, I find it funny that the same things you tried to make fun of Carl for and beat Carl into the ground for, now you're saying the same thing. I mean, ultimately, the bottom line is the community has been damaged so much by one guy. Um, I, Coming from someone who is so thankful for what I have in the Mortal Kombat community, I would never do that to them. I would never. I would never pull some kind of political bullshit on a community that I love so much. And... Uh, you know, he, it's just, it's just a strong on so many levels. I mean, even, and it even continues over to DOA Dimensions. I mean, the damn game wasn't even out yet, and he banned the freaking, who gave this guy power to ban characters just because he said so? How is this possible? I mean, I mean but, but how? How does he have the power to ban characters? I mean, you know, and I'm so tired of hearing about how Perfect Legend and Black Mamba shot themselves in the foot. You know, if players are being screwed over, they should be allowed to say, hey, I'm being screwed over here without, oh, they're shooting themselves in the foot. Why is it you have to kiss somebody's ass to get what you deserve? That's what the DOA community came down to. 
you got to kiss somebody's ass to get what you deserve, and that's wrong. You know, I'll say this. In the end, you know, Offbeat had to win, Mamba had to win, and PL had to win. Master never had to win. Master never won. I find it so funny that nobody knew that. Nobody outside our community knew that. I mean, even when these videos went up, uh, he never had to win. Um, you know, and people were saying to me, Oh, I thought he was the best. I didn't even know that there was evidence out there that he had lost a perfect legend or a mamba or offbeat. I didn't even know it. Um, I didn't know that. I oh, you, learned a lot from your videos recently. So you didn't even know that Master had never won an actual real major tournament when the top players were there? Nope. I just uh, heard all the hype. In terms of most of the majors that I knew he went to where PL, Mamba, or Offbeat was at, I knew he didn't win a single one of those tournaments. I mean, I was at DOA Tech, and he lost to uh, Perfect Legend in the Grand Finals. And I remember he lost in EVO, and I also remember he um, lost the first three or four DIDs um, before people decided to stop coming. It, but uh, in terms of other tournaments like TIT or V-Time, I wasn't aware of those, actually. So I did learn some of that off of your videos. Yeah, I mean, I never put Master below me. Um, when I came back to DOA, I, you know how Manny tries to paint it out like DID was this elaborate evil scheme of mine to get revenge on Manny. It had nothing to do with that. I just wanted the community to grow. That's all I wanted. Um, and... I, th I thought DID1 went over very well. I thought it was a great success, and I'm definitely very grateful to Manny, um, who obviously, first of all, I didn't disappear. I was very much active in the community, and I'm, but I'm very grateful to him for getting it done in Texas. You know, I wasn't in Texas at the time. Um, he basically, so by, by, him, by himself, he basically made the moves to get the venue and everything secured. So I definitely give him a lot of credit for that. Um, but it was just about helping the community. It was nothing about me winning, and it never was. Um, so, and I never try to downplay him, but his whole time in DOA4, he did nothing but bash me. He did nothing but uh, try to make a fool out of me. When I would come to Dallas, he would come over and try to beat me up in DOA4 and make a fool out of me, you know. And if anybody ever tried to give me credit in a fighting game, People like Manny and High Guy uh, would be, and there were so many other people besides High Guy, but those guys would be right there to say, oh, who plays those games? His games are old. His games are done. Never to come back. You got people like TND and ANDOA Central running around saying, oh, Tom Brady will never win in another fighting game again. I have never heard so much stupidity in my life. But all this came from Manny. I mean, it's all started with him. You know, he, he gets second place at Evo. I get top eight. The guy doesn't congratulate me. The guy doesn't congratulate congratulate anyone in the top 10. What does he do? He sends me a picture of a garbage can. Are you serious? You know, I was at PDP. I couldn't even compete for the $10,000. I was banned from the tournament. There was no reason for me to show up. I still showed up. You know, I showed up. I had not one piece of that money. What did I do? I shook everybody's hand that was in the top eight. And I said, congratulations. You know, Trophy Club was... Um, what was he, top five, fifth, sixth, something like that. Uh, I had to play him in one of those eight-man mini-tournaments, and, you know, he gave me a very hard fight, and 
I was cheering for him in the tournament. I said to him, I said, man, you know, that was a great fight, you know, you know, you know, and he was still in winners. And I said, tomorrow, best of luck, man. You know, I think, I think you're going to do very well. And, um, I did nothing but compliment these guys in the top eight. Here I am. I can't even go. I can't even compete. Justin Wong wins $10,000. Do you see me, uh, bitter about it? Do you see me whatever? No, not at all. I mean, I compliment everyone who does well, but not Manny. Uh, He's the DOA master, so everyone else that got into the top eight at Evo, um, he's going to send me a picture of a trash can, you know, to really rub it in. You know, he really took pride in rubbing it in. In uh... Alrighty, uh, since he's been mentioned so many times, uh, we're going to add Perfect Legend to this uh, podcast. Hello? Hey! Hey, Carl! Yeah. You've been getting a lot of mentions on here. We figured we should add you. Oh, uh, okay. Where at Twitter? No, I've uh no, I've been talking about DOA and oh. how I've been talking about how like you uh like for before Evo, remember you had basically won the most tournaments out of anybody even coming up to Evo. You know, you won oh, yeah. e- ECC, you won uh, Evo East, and you won a whole lot of other tournaments leading up to that. Manny really hadn't been doing that much tournament-wise, but he was getting all the exposure. And I was saying how ironic, how dumb it is that the guy who's actually out there winning all the tournaments... Remember people on uh, on DOA Central, uh, Carl was being made fun of. They were calling him Perfect Cry Baby or making fun of him. He's out there winning the most of the tournaments. And he's being made out to be overrated when he's winning the tournaments. You know, so. Yeah. It was just, you know, it was just very, you know, very frustrating, I'm sure, you know. So that's why when I hear stuff like Carl and Black Mama shot themselves in the foot, I mean, great, you know, and Hubs, put yourself in the position of someone that's out there traveling and, and doing wealth with the community only to be passed over by someone who's doing nothing. I mean, don't you think you'd be a little frustrated? Oh, I'd probably fucking go down and hunt him, uh, hunt Matthew. <laughs> if that were me, I'd get that bitter. Yeah, I mean, so to hear to have someone say that hey, someone... aren't you grapefruit? Oh, uh, to go down to DID. Uh, no, I won't be attending. I don't think it's still up in the air. You said you were going to slap Hayashi at the same time, so why not master while you're down there? <laughs> So, I mean, I want to get Carl's perspective. Carl, you were basically lived through it as well. You know, obviously you dominated a lot of these tournaments. From your perspective, you know, what is your feeling on it? What was it like, basically? How frustrating was it to basically be stuck and and having no way to, to, to let people know what the truth was? Well, like, uh, I had to totally not focus. Like, there was a while I didn't even look at it anything online. Because it, it just frustrated me. And it, 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 the more, remember, like, remember before Evo, like, I was like, fuck it, I quit. I don't want to play a game anymore. I, That's like, true. just want Evo East. And I, like, seriously, like, was, like, straight up, I want to quit the game and play Tekken. Because I feel like, you know, yeah, I'm not getting Tekken, but I could have, I could have came up in the scene for a while or something. Because I was just fed up with, you know, playing so hard and I get rewarded for it. This was like right after like CGI, the first one. Because it was the same weekend as Evo East and I got home and I was like, well I got back to your place, I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I'm putting so much time into this game. Like, I'm like, I seriously 
was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to, like, get out of school and go, like, go train up in this game, like, when the up. And I decided that I wanted to quit the game because, like, the shit was going on. And it was very frustrating because, like, you know, at first I got into the game because I just really liked it. Like, like even now, like, after all this is sitting in, I'll probably never compete in DOA again in my life. But I'll always play a game and love playing a game. Like, I want Dimensions right now so I can just play it and, like, break the game down and stuff. And post how I feel about the characters and tier lists and stuff how the game's going to work and try to, like, you know, mold how the game is supposed to play, but I really am not concerned with wanting to play the game ever again in tournament because all the shit went on. Because it's just not rewarding for me. Unless there's, like, a booming community like every other game that's out right now, then I'll play it, but I wouldn't, like, someone's like, yeah, go DID. No. I, I really have no, like, even if I wasn't going to CEO, I would not be going to DID. So it was just like, so, I remember I won Evo, and after that, they're like, oh, because you didn't go DID and beat Master here again in his state, I, you know, I wasn't the best or whatever at the time. So I'm like, okay, this is stupid. I remember, like, Dr. Dog and Final Legend, all those guys were calling me out. Yes. I, that, I, I won DID, after, DID 2 after that video. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, I just won Evo, and you guys are calling me out. I'm like, I beat Master two sets. Like, that was probably the, the bracket of death of, like, DOA history. I had to beat Just Onan, and if Bill would beat King, I would have had to beat Bill, and then I had to beat, like, fucking Black Mamba, who had put me in losers earlier on in the tournament, and then I had to beat King, and then I had to beat High Guy, and then I had to beat Manny, two sets. And the funny thing is, like, I didn't even really play Hayate in the tournament, and I just, like, fuck it. Since I, like, won a money match the night before, I just picked him and just ran the tournament. So, you know, like, you know, like Carl just basically said, you know, I remember that before Evo and he came back from Evo East and this stuff about CGI came out and he was at my house and he's going, dude, why am I even playing this game? You know, you know, this guy got $10,000. I mean, you know, and, and the thing is, nobody even knew about it. You know, that was one of the biggest things, you know, and I also want to point out at Evo um, you know, Sorwa made a great point in one of his posts on DOA Central when he was uh, going, breaking down Manny's big blog of text. Um, when Manny tried to say that I was upset, I said, sweet revenge, and I threw the pad, and it almost cost him the venue. You know, the truth is, between the little altercation between Carl and Manny is, at Evo, Carl was not feeling well. Um, you know, he hadn't slept well. He was pretty sick. Um, and he was just in a bad mood, and we were coming down the escalator, and Manny was taunting him. You know, Carl had just played Manny in, like, some casual games and lost, like, 18-1 to or whatever, but Carl didn't even say anything about that. He was just in a, you know, he was in a bad mood. He was tired. He was cranky, and Manny just kept poking him and poking him. He kept telling Carl, shut the fuck up, and Carl had said, please, you know, I'm not feeling right right now. Please don't tell me shut the fuck up, and Manny kept telling him, repeating it and repeating it and repeating it. So Carl eventually said, tell that to me one more time. You know, he had basically taunted Carl to a breaking point, and he did, so Carl slapped him, and then Manny was going to get in a fight right there with Carl. Manny slapped him back, and you think about this, I mean, what kind of image is that for the community that this guy Manny is going to taunt someone and then try to get into a fist fight at Evo 
realizing that DOA is so fragile, which never came back, but I mean, he didn't do it any favors. Um, and this is just, you know, this is these are just so many things that went on behind the scenes they didn't even realize. I mean, why are you going to try to publicly humiliate this guy on the boards like he did, you know, Master? And Carl, correct me if I'm wrong. After D, uh, V Time 2, did not Manny try to make fun of you for saying you had not slept well? Yeah, did he not. did. But yet, in his post, like Sora pointed out, he listed a whole list of excuses why he lost to Carl at Evo, including the fact that he stayed up and wasn't tired. Um, I want to say that after V Time 2, Manny did nothing but try to make a joke out of Carl. He did nothing but try to make a joke out of him. Um, which, you know, I think he went too far with that. And then in DOA 4, he again tried doing the same thing, but the problem is he never he never actually beat him. Um, and, you know, it became very frustrating. You know, like I said, Carl just mentioned he wanted to quit the game. And then the thing is, even after a tournament like Evo, he still didn't get to, you know, Carl got respect in communities like Shuruken, but never in his own DOA community did he really get the respect he deserved. People always kind of looked at PL and then eventually even Mamba as like the problems. The guys that are out there on the front lines, the guys that are competing in your tournaments, the guys that are winning your tournaments, and you say they're the problem, and then you get a guy that's getting fifth and picking your pocket, and you say he's the, the savior. It's just, it's just bad. <laughs> it's just bad. Wow. Wow. You know, what do you say to that? What I mean, I say uh, at this point, um, I think the community's kind of effed for a while. Um, yeah, I mean... From game to play. Um, the only dimensions, sorry to say, like, I was very disappointed when the great crew man brought the game to me. Well, not because he brought the game to me, but when I <laughs> saw the when I saw it, you know, I was excited because I'm like, oh, shit, he's got fucking dimensions, right? So he pulls out the 3DS, and I look directly at the pad. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Dude, it looks like the, like, you know how you get the soup with the with the, the alphabets in there? That's how small the D-pad is to me. It's as small as, like, the T from the alphabet soup. And I, I just c- couldn't believe my eyes. I'm like, dude, my entire thumb, like, just... Just like engulfs the pad, like I can't even see it. And then I'm like, okay, let me try using analog stick. Maybe analog stick's good. No. So I'm like, okay, this game is like damn near impossible. Do I can't Korean backdash on that shit? I tried everything. I'm like, okay, I I bear, I can't hit corners or nothing. I was like, dude, this is ridiculous. And no, I'm not about to be bootleg and touch the damn like on screen command list. Hell no. I, I was like so disappointed, man. Like, the game, I feel like, from what I've seen and saw, the game can be good. Like, not being able to do stun launch from, with jazz anymore, so you have to actually use the strings in the game. So it will force, you know, certain characters, you could be like, all right, well, this character's string is good because, you know, it recovers faster or something like that, or the properties after the, the enders of the string, like, you know, it opens up more of a character individuality. However, the game is unplayable, so it's like, okay, you got, it's like, man, I don't want to bad mouth Tecmo, but if they make poor decisions when it comes to releasing a game, all right, releasing a game on 360 was smart when it first came out, yeah, but 
the defense was terrible. Like, a lot of us couldn't even play the game, but yeah, there's converters. Now, that's what? Fucking six five years after the game comes out? And then you're like, hey, we're going to release the game on Nintendo 3DS. Oh, great. Let's revive the game on a handheld system that no one in the competitive fighting game team is going to play. And I don't even know if people are going to pick that game up casually either. They're like, okay, like, all right, first off, the 3DS is marketed mostly towards younger kids. There's no way someone had, like, an adult in, like, mine for that D-pad. The D-pad is so small. Like, I-, I can see, like, if I was, like, five years old still, yeah, I can play on it. But not now, unless you can, like, there's some kind of hookup where I can use, like, a Wii mode or something, or a Wii controller. Yeah, then I, um, I really haven't had much of a problem with the D-pad. I just thought it took a little time of getting used to it. I mean, it's very sensitive at first. No, I've been I've been using the uh, the 3DS quite a bit, and I I cannot stand the D-pad. Not just the D-pad, but the buttons. The buttons are too small. Like I keep missing them. And that's able to get used to it, I guess. I don't know because I I do play handhelds a lot. Like oh, that seems like if they use the tip of your nail to play, I can't I can't do it. Like. What what part? All right, Hubs. What part of your D-pad? Do you, I mean, your thumb. Do you use the tip of your thumb, or do you use like the the ball part of your thumb? Close to the tip of my thumb. All right, that's why you can play on it. Most of, most people use the tip. I mean, use the ball. I use the ball of my thumb. I can't use the tip of my thumb. Uh, I can't use it at all. For whoever. Even then, even if the controller wasn't an issue, the game isn't, it, it isn't better. Like, there's some good choices, but there's, there's a lot more worse ones. Um, on block, that's like the game too, yeah, man. Go ahead. Uh, on block, but in DOA 4, at least everything was negative, but on block, you could punish it. You could, you, your throw, your standard throw was five frames, and you could throw your opponent. In dimensions on block, you get pushed back out of range, and your your standard throw is slower. It's seven frames. You you can't even punish a guy just that's throwing out dumb shit for no reason. There's it's it's so infuriating. Wow. Yeah, very true. I see how in this this little conversation we just had, they get they'll flip it and be like, "Oh, you guys are just bad mouthing the game stuff." Like, no. Dude, this is, like, legitimate, like, complaints, man. Like, seriously, why can't it be normal, like, back in the old days and just release, like, the game on, you know, like, DOA 2 Hardcore? Dude, they had DOA 2 Hardcore in the Mystery Gamer Tournament, and I was just so happy to see it on the screen. I'm just like, dude, I missed this game. The game was, like, so pure back then. If, if... Tecmo wants to make a, D- a good DOA game. They need to get the community involved, like like um, NetherRealm did with MK9. They got Bill here involved, and the game's great. It, it, it it's a lot better than uh, previous iterations of the game. Tecmo needs to do that, but they're too stubborn. I think they don't think they don't see anything wrong with the game. Perfect Legend, you you had two interviews with. Uh, uh, with uh, Team Ninja, and right. the some to sum up their responses, all of them, all twenty questions, we don't think that was an issue. It was fine in DOA four. That that right, that's, exactly. that's just like, they ignorant. Have, they don't care about improvement or anything. Like it's like, and I thought about it because you know I was pretty upset by not going to be on to Japan, 
But I thought about it. I was like, dude, I didn't want to go to Japan to hang out. I wanted to go to Japan to play the fucking game. And they only played the game for like two hours. I would have been pissed being there for like three or four days and only playing the game for two hours. I've been so inferior. Like, what the fuck, dude? You brought me out here just to chill. I don't want to fucking walk around Japan and see like, like spicy and shit. I'm out here to play DOA. This is the fucking DOA trip. I'm not here to do anything else. Um, Carl, let me ask you a question here. What do you, um, Master has oftentimes been, you know, saying that he does things for the love of DOA. Um, obviously you've had great success outside of DOA. You know, you've beaten good players in Street Fighter. Obviously you're having a lot of success in MK9. Um, would you, would you call it an accurate statement to say that, if Manny could go somewhere else and make a profit, he would. But because he feels like he can't go anywhere else and profit, he stays around the DOA community. Not really because he loves the D- he has love for the community or loves DOA. I'm sure he does like the game. I mean, we all like DOA in some way, shape, or form. But because he realizes he can't go anywhere else, so he basically takes the fact that he can't go anywhere else to try to make a profit, and kind of like masks that with no, I stay here because I love DOA. I mean, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like that's a, a very accurate statement that if he could go somewhere else and make a profit, he would? Well, it's not like he was branded by DOA. Like, first off, he starts off by saying he, he was a Street Fighter player, first and foremost. If you're a fight game player, you love all fighting games. I don't care what's your favorite. Like, seriously, I have a hard time saying what my favorite fighting game is. Like, I have to be like, I have to be like, okay, DOA 3, because that's the one that really got me into the competitive scene. But really... It was like MK games, not because I'm playing MK now, but dude, the time I put into that game when I was younger, but I was playing everything, dude. I was playing like Street Fighter, you know, the movie, the game, fucking Marvel versus Capcom 1, Street Fighter versus X. I was playing everything. I love fighting games. It's not just about, you know, playing DOA. It's about everything. I just happen to really like mechanics and DOA. Actually, I like the mechanics and everything. It's just, you know, I like the, the, fact of I can outthink someone and be, outbeat someone feel like I'm better than someone in a game or something, that that's what keeps me playing. But as far as, like, like I guess saying he loves DOA, does things for love DOA, like, just look at his track record. He hasn't, you know, really... All right, if you really love something, you would do whatever it is to, like, try to keep people afloat. Like, I'll travel everywhere to Gavings just to play. I remember us going to fucking Sora's house when Dragon House was living there just to play. But then we used to fucking, we traveled all the way up to Nova just to play with, like, Shad and uh, Hell Shadow. Like, we even, it wasn't even for a tournament. We just went to play people. Like, Manny, he didn't really travel anywhere. He's not, he's like, oh, well, I'm in Texas. Well, you didn't go to Houston. You went to, you went to Texas Showdown, yeah, once for a tournament to, like, you know, make it, make a video to make it seem like, you know, people care about who you are. You act like, Vi was like, who's Manny? Yeah, very true. Yeah, he went out there to make a video. It seemed like he had support for people. Like, dude, he probably thought you were just some fan that came to him. Was like, yeah, let's take a picture. <laughs> you know that happens now. Like, like I, 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 I someone asked me to take Perfect Legends picture with them uh, the other day. Very Are you sure. serious? Does... You, you, yeah. So who? who oh I don't yeah! Know who... Oh yeah! Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot. My bad. <laughs> I'm like, you were there. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But, yeah, but, like, um, let's see. Like, what What else? Um, like, he hasn't really been to any offline tournaments. Like, he went to 
right, for example, all the he's been to were in Dallas or in that area. But he didn't, you know, any time he went to, he didn't pay for the out of state. Bill paid for him to go to V Time too. Bill paid for him to go to DOA Tech. Like Jax paid for him to go to Evo. Pretty sure WCG paid for him to go to all WCG events. I'm pretty sure he didn't pay to go to Fighters Club. Probably had some hookup or something there, but you know. And let's see, I'm trying to think of all terms. We went through Dead of Winter. Well, fucking Team 3G paid for that. CGI, CGS paid for that. I mean, you can just think of all terms you went to. He's like, yeah, we're spending so much money for DID. No, you're not. Dude, you're just going up to a fucking anime convention and asking them, hey, can we hold a tournament here? And they're saying yes. <laughs> that, I mean, like, if you were really holding an event, no wonder they're not holding, like, a tournament anymore. Like, all right, they held at the arcade once, like, DID too. Okay, you, you were just like, yeah, can we hold a tournament here? Yeah, sure. You know, is that an arcade? They're going to bring it, you're bringing in business to them. Which is smart, by the way, but I'm just saying, like, he never had to do anything. I'm not saying that you should have to come out of your pocket to do anything. I'm just saying, like, he didn't put any of the blood, sweat, and tears in that he says he does. No, not at all. But, you know, that's him. He can do what he wants to do. I mean, like, he can sit and play DOE Dimensions and, I guess, try to hold tournaments to that. But really, right now, everyone that I've talked to is going to DID because they just want to see everybody again and chill. It's not even to play the game. It's just to chill. I was just like, that's the community. It's a big fucking party. It's not like, oh, we like this game. No, it's we like to hang out with each other. Like, that's not what yeah. I'm playing, like, for. Like, if I go to a tournament, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see how I'm going to do in this game or whatever. Right? And I want to play against this player and stuff. And, yeah, on top of that, I got friends I can chill with. And we all like playing the same game. No one likes playing. I, I swear to God, like if someone tells me they love playing DOA four, that's going to DID, I want to like some of these people in their eyes. I'm like, why are you here? Are you really here because you love DOA four? No, you're here to hang out. But I told just yeah. owner, I'm like, dude, you're going to this tournament because you want to hang out. It is not even about the game. You don't play the game. You don't play any game anymore. He was like, yeah, you're right. I was like, see. I'm like, look, I can care less. I'm not going. I'm not playing again competitively. So I'm just going to tell you, like, the real as it is, like, until, like, the game, one, is good with good mechanics and not, like, the same cookie-cutter shit that's been going on for the past 10 years. Like, DOA 2 and DOA 3 is good shit, but games are evolving now. Every game has some new mechanic in it that, you know, draws people in and keeps the excitement. DOA doesn't have that. The only thing I could think of DOA that you can improve on is the environment. But it's not fucking danger zones. It's just random as shit. And no, it's not like a control random. It's like, or a comeback factor. It's just like, oh, fucking a dinosaur just ran through here. and just Balls? Doesn't, doesn't that count? Hell no. <laughs> no, I'm meaning like, you know, a cheetah ran through the middle of a fucking, you know, we used to joke around and say we wanted Evo to end on the cheetah. Dashing through and and hitting somebody, <laughs> <laughs> we're like that's what we wanted to end. I mean, every game. What Carl just said is one hundred percent correct. Games evolve. Mortal Kombat changed a lot of things to make this game good. They, you know, the difference is um, the Mortal Kombat community was never a community that, um, you know, the problem is the DOA community as a whole tries to ignore the fact that there are a lot of things wrong with DOA and there are things that have to be addressed. But they didn't make addressed. excuses for them, like, not just the mechanics, but why people don't play games. I've heard more say a million times, oh, well, 
with Smash Brothers is because they had all these trademark characters. Okay, so what? Look at fucking Melty Blood and Arcana Heart. Trademark characters might have always because they, they're like fucking lolly fighters and shit. Well, DOA has girls with big ass titties and shit. No one want, wants to play this game. They have like cool ass ninjas or fucking Jan Lee and shit. Like, and no one still wants to play this game. I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, DOA, I think it's fun as fuck, but no one wants to play it because they're like, like, any regular fighting game players are going to come to it and they're going to be like, they're going to figure out very quickly that if you hit somebody, they can fucking break the, you know, you get stunned and you're like, oh, I got to counter a throw. They don't want to deal with that shell time. This is very true. I mean, basically, games like Mortal Kombat, the community, you know, realized it needed improvement and NetherRealm obviously did that and they they made a pretty good game. Um, the DOA community, um, there's really nothing... Um, <laughs> you can't go forward because the community as a whole for the longest time has kind of tried to blow over the problems of DOA and a lot of that also has stuff to do in my opinion with Manny I mean there was a, a point where Manny basically said um, <laughs> you're not allowed to what happened Carl he said you're not allowed to talk bad about DOA yeah, you're not allowed to really... talk bad about DOA you'll get either banned or your post removed and he'll put like his own little spin on it or just change it up and put blank text or just something stupid like, oh, I'm happy face or something like that. Like, it, it, was, it was like, it's disgusting because they're running the place like they're tyrants. And it's like, we are, we do live in America and it's freedom of speech wherever you go, as long as you're not like, you know, slandering someone or anything like that. But, you know, fucking just, man, it's just annoying. Um, I, mean, I actually I, got a question I, for you. I got a question for you now. Um, Tom, we know that, you know, you started off, you're a Mortal Kombat player, and then you got into the DOA, you, ran, you helped run the scene. Now, PL, uh, DOA, was that, like, your first, like, fighter you attempted to take seriously? Yeah, like, competitively, like, as far as, like, the fighting game community scene, but, like, I, I, the game, I guess I could say I took seriously was MK, because that and Killer Instinct were the games I played in arcade when I was younger. I mean, like, I can't do much as far as taking it serious, besides playing the shit out of it and, like, competing with my locals at the arcade. But as far as, like, in the new era, like, yeah, DOA 3 was a game that I was like, man, this game is great. I want to play it, and I just want to play people. But then, like, you know, at the same time, during that era, I was, like, being talked down on, so I wanted to prove myself, too, on top of loving the game. So I'm just like, hey, man, I don't care. I'll, like, drive here. Like, dude, I drove to, like, Ryuji's house just to play with him. Like, and it's like an hour away. I drove down to Lorraine, Ohio to play with Demon, pick him up, and take him back home just to play. Like, me, him, Ernie, and, and like, like Decker, we all met up just to play that game. And, like, just because we like playing the game. Like, it, and people will say, like, uh, I, I mean, I'll be totally honest. I after Evo for the money. Like, I wanted to quit after Evo. But I was under contract, so I had to keep playing, even though I didn't want to, because right, if anyone even paid attention, I went to New York and, like, was up there, like, staying with Justin, like, trying to learn third strike and whatnot and playing, like, Tekken and stuff, because I wanted to get away from the scene. I didn't want to be in it anymore because I was, like, tired of dealing with shit. But, you know, I, it's just like the game just kept, like, pulling me back, like, hey, man, there's something here, something there. So I was like, man, I guess I'll keep playing. Like, seriously, like, the entire, after Evil, I didn't practice the game much at all, period. 
Like, I'll get online randomly and play Hexes, but that was it. Like, I, I didn't really practice the game. I just had to play other games. Would it be safe to uh, assume that if you hadn't met Tom Brady or Bill or uh, even played the DOA, do you think you might not have been into the competitive fighting scene at all? Do you think Mortal Kombat might have helped you out, or would it, or was it that extra desire to improve a DOA that made you want to play and compete? Uh, yeah, I think. Like, I, I think eventually in my life, I would have probably came across the fighting game community. But Bill was definitely there to help, like, you know, I guess jumpstart that as far as in DOA 3 as well. Well, the thing is, Carl n- never had anyone to play. I mean, what, yeah, I, mean, exactly. what, I had no what, one to play with. Like, now I do, but now it's like, but it used to be like no one. Yeah, I mean, he had no one to play. And the thing is, the people that that he did used to play with didn't really try to play with them. They just wanted to beat him and make fun of him. Um, so it's kind of hard to get better when. People don't really want to help you improve. They just want to play you a couple of... I went over to his house one time, and this one local came over to play him in Third Strike, played one game and won, and then left. The man drove across... I'll say that again. He drove across town to play one game, won the first game, and then left. And these are the kind of things that you know Carl had in his town to deal with. So obviously, with people like that, how can you ever improve in a game? And... You know, for the most part, Carl was very persistent with wanting, you know, at first I was like, no, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing it no more, I'm not doing it anymore. But he was so, very few people have the fire and the desire to actually be be good at a high level fighting. You know, everybody will out there, you know, and I'm sure we've all heard this, you know, Carl goes to a lot of tournaments, especially now in Mortal Kombat. You always hear people saying, I want to be good, I want to be good. But people don't realize what it really means to be good in a fighting game. And the level of dedication. So once I saw his level of dedication, I knew that he definitely had a good future. So I said, okay, you know, let's let's get to playing. Um, but for the most part, again, his locals just really didn't give him any help, didn't play with him much, just wanted to play him a couple of games and beat him and make fun of him. So that's basically the situation he was coming from. You know, I, I envy um, Perfect Legend. I wish I could make the jump from DOA to some other games. Like, I, I got MK9, I got Marvel 3. But um, I just the wall of entry is so high compared to DOA, I I can't even fathom where to begin. But you know this this conversation is, is really opening up my eyes, like how lucky I have it. Like people drove across town to to see fucking Perfect Legend. I I, I got a scene ten minutes away that meets up every Tuesday. Uh, for other games, and you know what? I think I'm gonna start going. I'm I, I suck, but I'm gonna start going. You guys have inspired me just now. I mean, it's um branching out to other scenes as well. Ever since uh you know the DOA community started to diminish, I mean, I branched out to the Virtual Fighter scene, to the Soul Calibur scene. I even tried uh you know getting into Tekken, like most of the 3D fighters, and you know every scene I seem to join seems to be struggling. I mean. Soul Calibur is like still waiting for that new game. Tekken's like that with every iteration because they're like, oh, there's always something with the new game that comes up they don't like. Uh, Tekken 5 DR, they couldn't stand the online play. Uh, Tekken 6, they all hate rage mode. Now they're all waiting for tag. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, there are a lot of games coming out, obviously. Um, you know, the thing with DOA is, uh, 
people have options, you know, on this day and age. You know what I'm saying? People have choices uh, for the games they want to play. So, um, uh, you know, I, I think for the DOA community, for the longest time, was kind of arrogant in a lot of ways. I kind of feel like um, um, they... Uh, like when DOA four was going into leagues and stuff, uh, never really considered the option of new fighting games are coming out when DOA was hot, and I kind of think the community kind of had its fun with the other fighting game community, you know, almost in a way kind of like a ha ha ha, you you made fun of our game for so long, now look, bitch, we're in the pros. But of course, yeah, that was people were acting yeah. like that, like yeah, like it it was like I felt like I was the only one that was being on Earth at the time, because it was just like, everybody's like, yeah, like, for, I bet at some point in time, Manny and Vanessa probably, and, and Offbeat too, because at one time he was on a high horse too, like, they probably all thought they were better, like, Justin and, like, you know, Sanford or, like, Avai, like, pretty much the, the top names in the, the the overall fighting game community, and I'm just like, you guys are, like, you guys are not even the best in your game, but you can't really even think like that. This it, it was like disgusting because I'm like walking around CGS, you know, and I'm seeing all these people act like they're the top of the crop, and it's just because they got lucky because they happen to have people who put them in the position that they were instead of actually having to earn the position that they were. Uh, it's very disgusting to me because like I always felt like. If you put a lot of time into something, you should be rewarded for it instead of, you know, just being handed opportunities or anything like that. And, like, I used to talk to Justin all the time, like, dude, this is fucking bullshit. Like, seriously, yeah, it was good that, you know, I guess it was okay because, you know, we got paid and stuff for it, but DOA didn't deserve any of that. Like, not WCG, not CGS or anything. Because, like, one, no one really played the game. Like, there's probably, like, 20 real serious competitors in the game, and they weren't even all that serious. And on top of that, like, Street Fighter, even though, yeah, the game games were older at the time, they were still, like, the team was booming. They had, like, SPO. They, they, they had, like, international competition in every game. And just because, like, oh, well, the game doesn't look good for TV or something, that's why. That was the excuse at the time why I shouldn't be, be in there. And it was just very frustrating because I'm just like, dude, these gamers are so good, but they're not getting rewarded. And I felt like that as well. And at the time, I didn't feel like I deserved any of that. Like, you know, the, like, CGS or the money or anything like that. Because it was like, dude, I I know I'm, like, super good in DOA and shit, but I want to prove myself in other games to feel like, yeah, I should have this, you know? Because I'm like, I haven't beat, like, at the time, I was like, I haven't beat, like, Justin or anyone and those games and stuff. So, like, I want to go out and do that to, like, legitimize to myself so I can feel like it's okay to have that, you know? But then at the same time, just like, dude, this is fucking stupid. I was like, I want them to have the money then. I'd rather not, I'm not talking about Justin, I'm talking about, like, the people who were getting it. I feel like that, you know, if anything, I felt like I was the closest one to, like, the fighting in grassroots. I was like, well, I want to go in and do it for them because they, they're not playing the game. That's how I felt. Mm. I mean, from this point... Before we go on, I just want to say um, 
I'm going to have to bounce right now, guys. I actually had a lot of fun talking to uh, you, Bill, and uh, Carl. Thanks for um, hopping on. So uh, I got work early in the morning, so I want to just say take care, guys. Uh, I can't wait to listen to the rest of this after, you know, when I leave. Well, I'm about to get out of here in a second, too. I just wanted to say this very quickly. Uh, the question has always been where are we going to move on from here. That's basically the point, and I just think so much damage has been done the only hope for DOA is they have to release a super solid fighting game. There's no way for the community to heal itself. It's just too much damage. Um, if Tecmo, you need new people. If Tecmo releases DOA five and it's the same old, same old DOA, DOA will have less than its normal twenty man tournament scene that we had for DOA four. Now if they release a game that is a total change of pace from DOA and is a really solid fighting game, then there's hope. Not because our community has healed itself, but because the community will get so big because, like Carl just said, fighting game player is a fighting game player. You play fighting games that are good. You know, I played Tekken, Carl played Tekken, I played Caliber, he played Caliber, he played Street Fighter, I play Mortal Kombat, he plays Mortal Kombat. We both play DOA. Fighting game players play fighting games. You know, I've played games like Killer Instinct and so on and so on. Um, uh, you're going to have fighting game players joining the DOA community, and Master won't really be able to use his politics over people like Justin Wong and, you know, so on and so forth. You know, PR Rog, these are real high level gamers. And if they release a fighting game that is quality enough for other high-level fighting game players to get into, then you'll start to see the DOA yeah, community I seriously, flourish. Like, to be honest, I seriously don't see, like, say DOA 5 is super solid, right? I don't see most of the fighting game, most of the DOA players being able to keep up with, like, top high-level fighting game players. I don't see it. Because they didn't, no. no one's, alright, first off, DOA is, like, DOA 4 and this stuff figured out, but there's been no one to really abuse the the system and the game and be very cheap. Like, no one understands, like, dude, when I play, like, Street Fighter, everyone's playing the tightest game they possibly can. Like, in DOA, people are, like, just going crazy and stuff. Like, no one's playing, like, super, like, safe or anything like that. Everyone's, like, you know, they haven't optimized their game. No one has. Like, I did, to a point, I guess, to the best that I could possibly could at the time, but I even felt like I wasn't playing the game properly. And I was still like, that, that was the only thing that kept me, like, interested, even in, D, like, just DOA 4 alone, because, like, Bill, you seen, like, hella, like, notepads of me trying to figure out some kind of new technology in the game that no one else yep. was doing. Like, notepad on notepad. Just, like, so much shit, like, day one, day two, day three type shit. And I still never felt like I was playing the game properly. Like, I felt like after I was done playing the game, I went back and thought about how I would have played the game. And I was like, wow, I, I totally was playing the game wrong. But it was too late because, you know, shit's over with now. Yeah. Ultimately, the only thing that could save the game is the game's going to have to be revamped. It has to be really solid. And other people from other communities have to get into it. That's about the only thing that can save it. You know, I I really think yeah, I feel like too much damage was done. I feel like Manny did way too much damage to the community. And even though I know he tries to not take the brunt of the blame, it is what it is. And you know, he kind of ruined it for all of us. So if you know DOA five comes out and it's a solid game, um, things will change. 
if it doesn't come out or it comes out and it's the same old, same old, because the community likes to live in denial. of They don't really want their game. I've never seen a community have a game that needs to change, but they don't want it to change. I've never seen that before until here. So in closing, if that happens, then the DOA community can live on. If it doesn't, then it's a shame that it got killed by one guy. I mean, I, I completely agree with you. DOA 5 needs to be great, but, like, y- y- did you read the, the interview that uh, Perfect Legend had? Uh, yes, I did, with Tecmo. Mm-hmm. Yes. They, they've, they have no idea. They're, I don't know if they're playing stupid or if they're just completely ignorant. If they're, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I, I, I hate it because I, I love this game. It's the only one I can, like, really get into, you know? Yeah. And they don't want to make it better for me. So. Yeah, like, I seriously, remember I told you, I was like, I, when I saw that, I was so disappointed and disheartened that I didn't even care to post it. Like, oh. Yeah. Hold on one second, it, Grape. Hold on. It's sad. I love this game, but... You're Japanese developers. You would think they'd be more passionate about improving or just, you know, furthering their product. It seems like they're just go, trying to go the Koei route now, like how Koei's just doing with Dynasty Warriors. They're coming out with, you know, the same shit every year, and that's kind of how DOA's... And there's, like, so many different versions of DOA 2. There's three versions of DOA 3. There's one version of DOA 4, and DOA Dimensions is pretty much DOA 4, but, you know, it's brought back... Like, what was I going to say? DOA Dimensions is just bad. I don't know. Fuck. I I had a thought. I had a real thought. I don't remember what it was. (laughs) Oh, um, you know what it is? It's this, this, like, old-style Japanese mentality. Like, Japan or nothing. You know, Japan's number one. Japan's great, and they they completely ignore our suggestions and say that wasn't an issue. We didn't think that was. They say we didn't think that was an issue because we're Japanese and we're right. Like I'm not trying to be racist. It's it's just that kind of mentality that I I I, I don't that, know. I I think like because uh, you know other developers they're open to stuff like. Street Fighter, you know, Marvel, Tekken, and stuff. Like, for example, in Marvel 3, the earlier stages, you could, it was a lot of timeouts. So, people were complaining that there was too many timeouts, so they made it so there wouldn't be any timeouts. Like, they, they just completely game. Like, especially at Capcom and Namco as well. Because, you know, they fixed rage, they fixed the bound damage, they fixed the wall damage. So, you know, the damage is not so stupid anymore. You know, they take improvement. I mean, they take suggestions for the game. I think it's just a Team Ninja Tecmo thing. I don't know. But it's, you know, you, you remember how Itagaki's, like, attitude was? He's just like, well, I don't care. I make games for myself. That that was his, pretty much his demeanor that he had. He didn't care how you felt. He's going to make the game the way he wants it. Like, Ninja Gaiden 2, or Ninja Gaiden in general, he was like, yeah, I'm just going to make it super hard because, and, you know, uh, DOA is going to be how I want it to be. And it's sad because DOA has so much potential. Like, yep. 
it 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 is different from other fighting games. It it's it's great, but they need to fix this stuff. Like the least they could have done with dimensions was fix the gameplay. Sure, then it wouldn't have added anything new. But if they could have fixed everything, it would have had some legs. But it doesn't have that. It they they managed to make it worse. Dimensions has no chance at all. No, it doesn't. It's it's four point two. Also, another problem is they're going the wrong way about you know trying to market their game. First off, they should be having team team ninja should be going to evolution. Okay, to evolution, not casual Joe gamer. Yeah, like that's where they need to go. They don't need to be going to DID. They need to go to evolution. See if. I don't know, man. Like, if you make guys, a great game, it'll market itself. Right, like, exactly. People don't go promote shitty games. People fucking hype Marvel up like nothing else. People hype up Mortal Kombat like nothing else. Like, these are great games, and the marketing is free because you have so many fans promoting right. it. I can't promote Dimensions. I would be ashamed if I whipped out Dimensions. Like, when you were walking around um, uh, UFGT the other day, you're like, hey, it's the greatest game here. You know, I know you're being sarcastic, but I'm like, yeah. fuck, see, no, dude, just come on. You know? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? I, oh, God. Like, I, I was in a, I got lost at the hotel. I'm like, hey, can you guys, you know, like, point me in the right direction? Because they had these badges on. And they're like, yeah, who do you know here? I'm like, I haven't met them in person, but, you know, I kind of played DOA with these guys a little bit. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just been like, yeah, I play Street Fighter. And then they were like, oh, okay, go upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you got to tell a little white lies, man. Yeah. I don't know. Keep that in mind next time. I, I, do even I have Street Fighter. I have uh, Marvel 3. I got MK9. I got to learn one of those. I got to learn something else because honestly, I don't, I don't, as much as I would love a new DOA game to be great, I don't see it happening. I, I, I need to move on, but I, I can't. I don't know how to start learning these. They're so different, you know? Well, just about that time. Yeah, I mean, all fighting games, you know, yeah. I even got some, dude. I was learning all this shit, and I was like, okay. This, I was like, this game, like, this is how it was for every game, dude. Like, you're, you'll be good. It's like, don't, don't, don't think something is too hard to learn, because none of these games are too hard to learn. They're all games, all right? First of all, I mean, we all knew how to jump on the Goombas and shit for Mario. There's no <laughs> possible way you can't figure out how to, you know... Why, you know how to fight and shit in these other these other games. Dude. It's not that hard. All right. Yeah. No. Like I said, I'm gonna start going to this this scene. Like I got a scene that's a ten minute drive. And people will, and unlike DOA, people will help you learn. I mean, they will all just be like, ha ha ha, you can't beat. They'll help you learn. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Rancu said it best when he said recently, after playing DOA Dimensions online, there's nothing he can do to improve what he's doing wrong. There's just, there's, you know, you just have that feeling that there's no way to improve. It's just... It's frustrating. It's Every time I lose in Dimensions, it's not my fault. And I just get angry because there's nothing I could have done. It's, yeah. it's not the yeah. player's fault. It's it's the game. The game is broken. It all comes down to guessing. And that's, that is the ultimate equalizer in that game. 
I mean, there's really because, not much you can do about it. Like, fortunately for me, I mean, I guess I was just, you know, lucky with, you know, having this, like, inner talent or whatnot, but I'm very good at reading people, so that helped me a lot in DOA, but I was thinking, like, if I didn't have that and I just tried to play solid fundamentals versus someone, dude, what the, how the fuck do you do that in DOA? <laughs> like, I, like, I can't just be like, all right, I'm going to whip punch this dude and knock him so well, because that's how I play DOA 3. I would just be like, you know, I'm going to play fundamentals and space you out until I get you next to the wall, and I'll do that, or, you know, I'll try to, you know, whip punish you or whatever and just win that way, but... Dealing for oh no, you can't do that. That's not how you get damaged in that game. No. So all right, Grape, I'm out of here, man. All right, see you. Thanks for being on. Viking, Viking, monster chase. The hell?